This is City Journal Midday News with Danielle Collis. And Patrick Hargraves. Metro Melbourne's 14-day rolling COVID average has dipped below 50 to 49.6, putting the city on track for the next step of easing restrictions. Victoria has recorded eight COVID-19 deaths overnight and 42 new cases today. For the first time in months, there are fewer than 1,000 active cases in the state. Mr Andrews announced elective surgeries will also restart from tomorrow in a safe and cautious approach. With regional Victoria moving into stage two lockdown from midnight tonight, the Premier says it's proof that case, that case numbers drop when restrictions are followed. Of course, tonight at midnight, uh, it's a very significant step, uh, essentially opening up regional Victoria. Of course, some rules remain in place, but uh, it, it's a big step and it's, uh, it's something that every regional Victorian should be proud of. Uh, it's about positivity, it's about optimism, it's about re rebuilding uh, and setting up regional Victoria as quick as we possibly can. The Andrews government is facing a new class action on behalf of workers who lost their job during the second lockdown. It's the third class action of its kind against the state government and has dragged Health Minister Jenny McCarkos and Jobs Minister Martin Pakula into the civil claim. Carbone lawyers Tony Carbone says workers lost their jobs due to the poor handling of hotel quarantine. Well, it's quite clear from the epidemiologist appointed by the government and he's given evidence at the inquiry and he's prepared a report, the genomic report, sorry, genomic report that says that 99% of the current outbreak is due to the hotel quarantine debacle, that but for that, we wouldn't have had a second round of lockdowns. As of midnight tonight, regional Victorians will be given the green light to travel, visit friends and go to the pub. Police are expected to set up stricter checks along the Metro Melbourne border to maintain what Premier Daniel Andrews has described as a ring of steel. Federal's Nationals MP Damien Drum says he's concerned people from Metro Melbourne would flock to regional areas, compromising their success. Dalesford resident Ben Kay says the strict measures would help keep regional Victoria open. We need to keep regional Victoria up and running. Um, Refugee lawyers say ill-qualified Australian border force officials are making life or death decisions about people seeking asylum at the airport. They say travellers attempting to claim refugee status can be turned away and sent back to countries where they may be at risk of harm. Regina Jeffries from the Sydney-based Calder Centre for International Refugee Law says the border force should be referring cases to trained experts. So entry officials should not have responsibility for making substantive decisions on the merits of a claim. They should just be identifying and referring people to the competent experts in charge of those determinations. New modelling suggests men will benefit more than twice as much as women from the next round of federal government tax cuts. Independent think tank, the Australia Institute, to stage two of the tax cuts will deliver $2.28 of benefit for men for every dollar that flows to women. The Institute's senior economist, Matt Grudnoff, says few women will benefit by bringing forward the tax cuts in the name of economic stimulus. Men benefit more from this particular tax cut because this tax cut overwhelmingly goes to high income earners. The top 20% of taxpayers would get get about 90% of this tax cut. And men are more likely to have a higher income than women. Stage two of the tax cuts will take effect in the 2022-23 financial year. Lord Mayor candidate Aaron Wood is proposing free on-street parking in the CBD if he's elected, saying it would entice people to pop into the city more often. 
the latest in the current Deputy Lord Mayor's bid for the top job, which is centred on helping small and medium-sized business recover from the effects of the coronavirus pandemic. The initiative would come at a cost of $10 million, but the time limits would still be enforced. Now to sport, and Tasmanians are making the case for the coming Big Bash League to be held in their state, with Victoria looking unlikely to see a local match. Cricket Australia is reportedly exploring options that several hubs to host the stages of the tournament this summer and Launceston and Hobart stadiums are in the running. Launceston local Rob Soward said it'll give the state a much needed boost. Uh, it would be an influx to the economy obviously with things like accommodation and uh, obviously the food that needs to be provided for the, for the, for the actual players that, that would be in the hub but also you know, a great opportunity for the community members to engage with um, you know, some of the best sport in the world um, on our doorstep. Australian batsman Steve Smith will be given until the final moment to prove his fitness for tonight's cricket ODI against England. The former captain missed the first two games of the three-match series after he was hit by a bouncer in training. Coach Justin Langer says it's up to medical staff if Smith plays. The series is tied one all. Leonard Carmen has won the 16th stage of the Tour de France. The German edged out Colombian rider Richard Carapa by 1 minute and 27 seconds. Slovenian cyclist Primoz Roglic holds on to the yellow jersey. He's 2 minutes and 13 seconds in front of Aussie Richard Port, who is in 6th place. Fellow Australian Caleb Ewan is 5th in the race for the sprinters' green jersey. Now to weather. Partly cloudy today, a top of 22 degrees. Showers tomorrow, 16. And a couple of showers Friday, heading for 19 degrees. This has been City Journal Midday News with Danielle Collis. And Patrick Hargraves. 